Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing today? All right, two people are doing good, and 30 people are not sure. <laughs> All right, so we have a few announcements before we get started. This Thursday, youth group will be meeting in person here at church. Again, woo, we are still really excited about that. Uh, the lesson runs from, or the actual group meeting um, runs between 7 and 8 p.m. Um, Amanda and I show up here at 6.30 for a little bit of extra prayer and fellowship. So if you guys want to show up a little early, you can. Uh, today, the JOY, J-O-Y, Just Older Youth, I really don't know what to do with acronyms. <laughs> they will be hosting a lunch in the gym after second service. Lunch will be provided. So please let uh, Miss Barb West know so that you can plan accordingly. It's Okay. May 8th, all ladies are invited to a Mother's Day brunch. <laughs> I thought the ladies would get uh, a pretty large clap too, but that's fine. Uh, it's at the Red Hawk Golf and Resort at 10 a.m. Price is $20 per lady. Children are welcome for um, $20 as well. Come enjoy a nice relaxing meal and celebrate all the women in our lives. So you can sign up or pay on to pay. Yeah, you can sign up and pay online. Or you can call the church office. Those are the two options. May 15th, we will be hosting an Aspire Women's event here at Home Church. It starts at 6 p.m. Uh, there's $25 for the general admission, $35 for a VIP ticket, and then if you have a group of 10 or more, it's $20 each, but you have to call the church office to get group rates. Tickets are sold at the church office. You can call the church office for more information. June 25th to 27th is our home away from home church retreat in Lake Tahoe at the Zephyr Point Presbyterian Conference Center. Woo. <laughs> Come join your church family for a nice getaway. We will be hearing from God's word and enjoying some nice relaxing time together. There will even be something special for the kids. Now we need here. You guys. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um Food is prepared by the conference center. For pricing and to sign up, call the church office or go onto our website. And now we're going to bring up Miss Jen Metzger for some more information. Good morning, everyone. Um, so we have the payment and registration form that are live on the website right now. And so I just want to take a quick second to explain how to go through that. And um, if you have any other questions in addition to... Um, or other than what I'm about to tell you, you can give a, a call to me at the church office and I will help you sign up. Um, so on the registration form, the first section, you're just going to list everyone who's staying in your room regardless of their age. And it lets you add an attendee one after the other. Um, the next section is the adult occupancy rate. This conference center, they don't care about how many children you have in your room. So you can have two adults and 97 kids, I guess, in your room. So <laughs> um, they just want to know how many adults, 18 or older, are staying in your room, and that determines the price. There's three options, one to two, uh, two to three, and um, four to five. No, that's not right. One to two, <laughs> three to four, and five to six. Um, adults. So that's the first section, and it'll give you your price for that. The completely separate section is food, which they do care about the kids in that instance, unless they are zero to three years old. They eat free. 
kids that are 4 to 12 have one price, and 12 and up have the adult price. So there's three sections for those three age groups, and you just have to list how many people are in each age group from your party that are eating. And thank the Lord for technology. It will automatically calculate how many people and all of that all together to give you one price. And you can either pay for it all up front, or you can make a down payment of $100 and then pay on it as we go. So those are your options. If you guys have any other questions other than that, you can just call the church office and I will help you. If you have two adults and 97 kids in the room, you're going to need to retreat from the retreat. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jen. Um, On May 6th, we will be starting Financial Peace by Dave Ramsey for anyone who would like to learn how to manage their money and get out of debt. The cost is $100, but the church will pay half, so it's only $50 for you. Uh, We want everybody to have financial freedom. You can talk to uh, Mr. Mike Metzger if you are interested, and we have a small video for you on it. We all want it. For a while, I didn't have it. 20 years ago, I hit rock bottom. I lost just about everything. I turned to God for help, and I learned how to handle money His way. As you can imagine, it worked. That's why I started Financial Peace University, because God's ways work. Whether you're in over your head or you're doing okay right now, if you bring home $10,000 or $10 million, if you're 21 or 61, we all need a plan. Millions of people have been through Financial Peace University. They have success stories of their own. They've learned how to get rid of debt, prepare for generations to come, and give like crazy. Your success story, your financial peace is up to you. Now is your time. It's time to take control of your money. It's time to get ready for what God has for you. It's time for financial peace. That program will be coming to a church near you very soon. So we're going to bring up Miss Jane and all of the children's. Come on up, children. We're going to have some children's church. Do you know what this is? What does it look like? A telescope. What do you use a telescope for? To see far away. To see far away. Hmm. I can still see you. Can you see Jesus? Can you see Jesus with your telescope? No. No. He's way far away than that. You can't see God with the telescope. You can't? Hmm. How about if I pull it out like this, and then I can really see? No? 
I'm sure I can see them if I just put it up like this. No? no? We still can't see them? No. no, you can't. He's way more far away than that. You, if you try anything, you, you won't see him with a telescope. You can't see him with a telescope. Well, how can I find Jesus then? <laughs> how can I find him? You can find him in heaven. In heaven. So how do I get to heaven? What do I need to do? You go to heaven through Jesus. Through Jesus. If I do what? If I be good? No. No, no you were right. How do I get to heaven? You trust in him? Trust in him. That's hard, isn't it? Because he's not here, is he? Is he here? I don't see him. Where is he? He's in heaven where you can't see him. He's in your heart. He's in your heart. When you die, you see heaven. You die, you see heaven. How do we get to heaven when we die? Because we... It's hard. It's hard. <clears throat> Let's see, who just got baptized? Ah. <clears throat> How come you got baptized, Chloe? <clears throat> because you... Got baptized too. Why did you get baptized, Ari? Because um, because to f- so I can so Jesus to take away my sins. You asked Jesus to take away your sins. Awesome. So then, what happens after you ask Him to take away your sins? He he forgets your sins. He forgives us of our sins. And where does He live? He lives in heaven, in your heart. In your heart. He lives in your heart. So how do we find Jesus? How can we find him? By praying. By praying, that's right. By talking to him. How else? Brittany, you're just full of answers this morning. (laughs) How else can we find him? By reading God's word. Can we find Jesus in other people? Yes. Can people find Jesus in you? How? By looking in your heart, because if I'm really mean, then you're not really going to find Jesus in me, are you? No. If you're really kind, then they can see Jesus in you. Amen. All right. Who wants to pray? Brittany. (laughs) Father God, I hope that we will have a good day, and wherever we go, we will have angels 
and that we will read the Bible in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. All right, let's give it up for Miss Jane one more time. It's time to enter our uh, time of giving and worship. And as always, we're so thankful for everybody who has been faithful during this time. Um, we just watched Dave Ramsey talk about how with financial freedom, you, you have the freedom to be able to give. And trusting what God says with money is the way to get there. And so, I mean, it's something that we can't speak highly of enough that what we can do with a lot, God can multiply beyond our wildest dreams with a little. And so we thank everybody who's been faithful, and we just ask that you continue to, to interact with us in that way. We do have um, three ways you can give um, online, which is obviously my favorite. I'm in my 30s. Uh, <laughs> I do everything on a phone and a computer if I can. Uh, we can do it uh, in person with a uh, tithe box in the box of the back of the sanctuary, or you can mail in a check. My speaking is bad today. Um, if you have any questions on uh, tithing and how you can do it, you can see myself or Pastor Carlos after the service, and we'd be happy to sit down with you as well on that. So at this time, if we could bow our heads and enter a time of prayer. Lord, we want to come before you today as a congregation and as a group meeting in your name for your glory and with your word. We want to thank you for all of the blessings in our lives and ask that you show us ways that we can be blessings in other people's lives. Show us ways that we can accept and understand the blessings that we have and accept and grow from the, the trials that we have. We thank you for laying down your son's life for us so that he could do what we could never do, live the life that we could never live, and sacrifice in a way that we could never sacrifice so that we could join with you in eternity live in your glory and see you and know you more. We ask that you would bless this service, that you would bless Pastor Carlos, that you would bless Josh, and that we would see some movement in people's lives today, that people would come in one way and leave changed. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Matt, for all you do your ministry. I don't know about you, but there's a young lady to my right who's ready to worship the Lord. Yeah. She's had enough. She's ready to sing praises to God. Amen. Let's all stand this morning as we worship his name. Sing with me, oh, the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus. the 
Sing that one more time, brother, in the back. All oh, the blood of Jesus, all oh, the blood. I say, oh, the blood of Jesus. Something about the blood of Jesus. Yes, and oh. worship him.
shall reign over all the earth. Sing unto the ancient of days. None can compare to your matchless worth. And sing unto the ancient of days. Sing that with me. Your kingdom shall reign over all the earth. Sing unto the ancient of days. For none can compare to your matchless worth. Sing unto the ancient of days. Your kingdom shall reign over all the earth. Sing unto the ancient of days. None can compare to your matchless worth. Sing to the ancient of days. Every time, yeah. Every tongue in heaven and earth shall declare you glory. Every knee will bow in your throne. And worship you will be exalted, O God. And your kingdom shall not pass away. Oh, yeah. Every tongue in heaven and earth shall declare you glory. Every knee will bow in your throne. And worship you will be exalted, O God. And your kingdom shall not pass away. O ancient of days. O ancient of days. days. Amen. Amen. We got to do it one more time. I said, oh, the, the blood of Jesus. And oh, the blood of Jesus. I'm ashamed to sing all the blood.
search the world But it couldn't fill me A man's empty praise And treasures that fade Are never enough That you came along Put me back together And every desire Is now satisfied Here in your love Oh, there's nothing Better than you Oh, there's nothing Better than you Nothing is better than you I'm not afraid To show you my weakness My failures and flaws Lord, you see them all And you still call me friend Cause the God of the mountain Is the God of the valley There's not a place Your mercies and grace Won't find me again Oh, there's nothing Better than Nothing is better than you Lord, there's nothing Better than you Oh, there's nothing Better than you Oh, there's nothing Nothing is better than you Praise His name Turn morning to dancing. You give. 
nothing better than you, oh, there's nothing, nothing is better than you. Yeah. 
sing it we live it God we worship you this morning we praise you you deserve all the praise and all the glory it is your name that is worthy to be praised God we ask you this morning like I said earlier God we, we just want to touch the hem of your garment Lord we want to go through the crowd we want to we want to we want to push through the people Lord and we if we could just touch the hem of your garment this morning Lord we will be satisfied we will be just okay if we can just touch the hem of your garment, Lord. This morning, somebody's here, Lord, and they everything is good and life is good. But, Lord, there's some things inside our lives and in our heart, Lord, that I pray that you would expose, God, in a loving way that you would show us and teach us and grow us into your image, Lord. This morning, we, we come against doubt and we come against the lie of Satan that it would always be the same, that I've always been this way, that nothing's going to change. This morning, things are going to change. Breakthrough is going to happen because we believe you're here and only you can do that, God. Hallelujah. Church, lift your hands with me. Just for a second, lift your hands with me and just repeat with me. Say, dear God, let me be quick to listen and slow to speak. I surrender. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you. Hallelujah. Waymaker. Glory be to God. Let's give our brother a hand this morning. Amen. Thank you so very much. Wow. That's one of my things. It's one of my goals is to play like Josh. You know what I'm saying? One day, I do it in the shower. I do it in the car. You can't hear it, but I do it. 
Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. It's so good to see your lovely faces this morning. Um, it's so good to see everyone here. Who's ready to hear from the Lord this morning? Amen. It's so good. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, before we get started, I feel led. We need to pray. I know we already prayed, and, and that's okay. But I want to pray again. There's a, there's a few people in my mind, so let's just bow our heads. And uh, we want to lift up uh, some people this morning. As you know, some of you may know Stephen and Casey. Uh, uh, wonderful, beautiful couple here. It comes to our second service. Stephen has COVID, and so we want to lift their family up that God protect them. Dear Heavenly Father, we just pray for uh, Stephen and Casey this morning. God, that your hand be upon their lives, Lord, upon their children. Protect them, Lord. Be with Stephen, God. Give him the strength to overcome this thing uh, that we call COVID, Lord. You know what it is, and you are greater, you are stronger, and we believe in you, God. Protection over this family. We also want to lift up Mark and Elena, Lord, for traveling mercies, Lord, as they're out, Lord God. And uh, I just pray you bless their time. We want to lift up uh, Jay Regis this morning as he lost um, his sister. Uh, we just pray for that family, and we just lift them all up to you. We also want to pray for our dear brother and sister, Ken and Pam Bauer, God. We so appreciate their faithfulness and their, their love for your house, their love for their church. And we just pray, God, a special blessing, a covering over their lives. We also want to lift up Bill uh, and Ronnie Warner to you. You just surround their home, surround their living room um, as they're watching online. Uh, Mike and Linda McDaniel for Traveling Mercies, Lord. We just, we lift, and we could be here all day. Linda Sutherland, all those who've been faithful online and uh, watching with us. But Lord, I just pray a special anointing over this sermon this morning and over the people who are here, your children, God, your daughters, your sons, Lord. Give me your mouthpiece. Go before me. Speak before me. And I pray that a life be changed. We believe in you. We thank you for your faithfulness as we are faithful to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. So uh, this morning, I want to, uh, last week, we kind of touched on how we're pilgrims passing through, going to, where, where are we going? What's the destination? Amen. amen. And, and, and what a beautiful thing that is. We got, we got summer upon us. Who's ready for summer? Uh, who's ready for Tahoe? Tahoe or oh, okay, if I had a Tahoe or pyramid? Oh, uh, okay. We, I shouldn't ask that question. Uh, amen. Tahoe or pyramid? Uh, so let, let me get a hand for for Tahoe. Raise your hand for Tahoe. Okay. For pyramid, raise your hand. Matt and Amanda, I'm sorry, guys. You're outnumbered. <laughs> I, lift, I had my hand for both, all right? I was, <laughs> amen, amen. Um, you know, we got summer upon us. We got some beautiful weather. But I, I have a feeling, and my, my prayer and my heart is that there are people going to be living in this beautiful spring, summertime, but in their heart are going to be living in a spiritual winter and not even know it. And uh, I believe there's what I'm going to be talking about this morning. I, I've titled this sermon thank you, and we'll get into that later, but what, what is really going to be happening here is uh, there's, there's something that tries to creep up on us all, and so um, 
turn your Bibles to 2 Samuel chapter 16. We're not going to read yet, but if you want to turn your Bibles to 2 Samuel chapter 16. I want to talk about King David for a second. King David did a lot of good things. He also did some bad things. But what amazes me about King David is in the book of Acts, uh, the Holy Spirit uh, led the writer to say this about David. What did he say? That he was a man after God's own heart. I love that because I make mistakes. And at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I want God to look back on my life and say, he was a man after my own heart. Uh, I don't get it right all the time. I mess up. You can ask my staff. You could ask the board members. Sometimes I forget to say, uh, you know, there's certain things I do. I mess up. But more than that. But when it's all said and done, I want God to say, you know, he was in pursuit of my will. And he finished the race. And that's what the scripture says about David. King David was a shepherd boy, took care of the sheep. And from shepherd boy, he ends up having a prophet prophesy over him that he would be the king of Israel one day. He uh, slays Goliath. And through a series of events, next thing you know, David is king. And he has power. He's an authority. Uh, but there's different kind of powers. I mean, you know, there's, a, there's the power of, of uh, a position, and then there's the power of influence. And I, I believe the, the people with influence have a little more power. Take the president for, the, for, 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 president for a second. Uh, he has authority and power, but it's those he surrounds himself with who, are, who influence him on making those decisions. Amen? Amen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so the influencers, and David has somebody in his life who he allows to influence him. And the Bible speaks a little bit about it, but we don't get a whole lot of uh, stuff from this man. But the little that we do get, I personally get a lot of insight on what the man here in 2 Samuel uh, speaks. So 2 Samuel chapter 16, verse 23, let's read. Now the advice of Ahithophel, can somebody say Ahitho what? <laughs> now the advice of Ahithophel, which he gave in those days, was as if one had inquired at the oracles of God. So was the, all the advice of Ahithophel, both with David and with Absalom. Wow, what a powerful thing. When you talk to this man Ahithophel, it's like you're talking to God. I don't know about you, but isn't that an amazing thing? Wouldn't that be cool when somebody leaves the conversation with you, they walk away and they say, man, I feel like I was talking with God. Question, when someone leaves your conversation, do they feel that way or do they say something else? Uh, let it be said, man, I... I, I I, I would pray that when someone speaks to me that they feel that they're talking with God. Ahithophel was an advisor to the king when he spoke to David, when he spoke to Absalom. 
His son, the Bible says it was like it was, he was an oracle of God. When you go one chapter later, exactly one chapter later to the verse, something happens to Ahithophel. Something changes in this man's life. Chapter 17, verse 23. Follow along with me. Don't, don't lose me. Don't miss me. You're going to miss everything right here. It says right here, verse, chapter 17, verse 23. Now when Ahithophel saw that his advice was not followed, he saddled a donkey and arose and went home to his house, to his city. Then he put his household in order and hanged himself and died. And he was buried in his father's tomb. He went from being a spokesperson of God to one chapter later commits suicide. What happened in Ahithophel's life that caused him to make this horrible choice? The reality is there's a lot of descendants of Ahithophel with us in this world they might not be shooting themselves or hanging themselves, but they're making horrible decisions every day, committing spiritual suicide very slowly. What did he do from being a spokesman of God? Somebody, when you talk to him, it was like you're talking to God. I have to say, when I speak to many of you, I, I, there's times I speak to you and I feel, I feel refreshed and I feel rejuvenated and there, there's a life when you speak. What happened from him being an oracle of God to hanging himself one chapter later? One word for you this morning, or a few words, unforgiveness, bitterness. Who wants to overcome bitterness and unforgiveness this morning? Amen. Thank you for your honesty. What caused this man to get bitter? What caused this man to allow this take over his life? Who's ready to go on a journey with me? Who's ready this morning? You ready for the truth? Are you ready for the truth? Okay. Amen. So here's a story. David uh, becomes king. He's in charge of everything from shepherd boy to the king. And one day, are you guys ready for the truth? Okay, okay, okay. And one day, David is strolling on his roof. On top of the palace, he's, uh, he's having a good day. You ever have those days? You're just having a good day. He's strolling on the rooftop of his palace, and he looks across the streets. Life is good. The money's good. Everything's good. He, and matter of fact, he's taking a break. He's taking a little break. The, 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 the men are off at war. And he's, he's taking a little break. And so he's up on the palace, and he looks across the street at the townhouses, the complexes over there. There's like these little 
I don't know if they were penthouses or suites or what they were, but he's looking across, and he sees a woman named Bathsheba taking a bath. And all of a sudden, something arose in David. All of a sudden, something happened to David. David calls on Bathsheba to come chill at his place to come hang out, and uh, she gets pregnant. But the problem is Bathsheba's a married woman. I don't know why it got so quiet, but I'm gonna keep going. Bathsheba is a married woman to a soldier off at war named Uriah. When David gets word that she's pregnant, he has a big problem on his hands. He's going to try to cover up his tracks. How many of you know when we sin, we try to cover it up, and when we do it our way, it just gets worse. He tries to cover up his tracks, and he thinks if he brings Uriah back from battle, he, he, will, he, will, he will get him drunk, and he tries to do all this stuff to get Uriah to sleep with his wife with his wife, so that when he goes back to war, she will say she's pregnant and he will believe the child is his. But no matter what David does, he cannot get Uriah to sleep with his wife because Uriah even says, how can I do this thing? How can I sleep with my wife when there's men on the front lines? This man has a place in glory. That's all I got to say. How can I do this thing? So David, now he's, he, uh, he's in a weird spot. How many of you know you don't need to watch soap operas? Just read the Bible. <laughs> it's right here. It's all right. You leave the scandal alone. Leave all that alone. Uh, the, what's the other one? Inquire. You don't, we don't need to read. Just read the Bible. It's right here. So David now takes it a step further. And he puts in his own words right here. He writes a letter to the commander. He gives it to Uriah. Uriah takes a death note to the commander. And it says, put Uriah in the heat of the hottest battle in the front line. Pull back his support troops. And when he's dead, let me know. Wow. Then takes Bathsheba as his wife. The problem is... Um, is there's always somebody watching. And I'm not just talking about God. Um, ears have heard, word is getting out, and one of them happens to be Ahithophel. Ahithophel sees and learns and knows what David has done, and Ahithophel is ticked off. Ahithophel is so mad, and rightfully so. I would be upset too. But Ahithophel became so angry and so bitter that he stopped being David's counselor. And then he took it a step further. The scripture says that he joins with David's son Absalom, who's, trying, who's in the process of trying to overtake the kingdom. 
Absalom now is working with David's son who's trying to overthrow David. Wow. Ahithophel is bitter. He gets mad. This is what caused this man to lose his life. Bitterness took over his heart. And you, you got to be, I mean, I know many of you know this already, but uh, for, for those who are new to church, Ahithophel, Bathsheba was Ahithophel's granddaughter. So Ahithophel is very upset. He's very angry. You ever have something happen to your kid or granddaughter, grandson? You get upset. You get angry. Just like some of us this morning have some people in our lives who have, have done some horrible things. And we need to understand no matter how ugly or how bad somebody does something to you, it's not you, it's not worth you losing your life for what they have done. It's not worth it. Someone's got you, you got bitter because what they said about you, they abused you, they, they hurt you, they... They've done something to you. The movie keeps playing over and over in your head, in your mind. The movie, it just keeps playing over and over again. The scene, you, it, it keeps playing out of what happened 10 years ago, last week. It's playing so much in your head, you got credits now. It's executive producer, produced by. It keeps playing over and over again in your mind. But I want to challenge you in a loving way on how you and I can overcome this thing we call unforgiveness and bitterness. Who's ready to come with me this morning? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Point number one. Realize their actions are not worth damaging your relationship with God. Can I get an amen? amen. Realize their actions are not worth you damaging your relationship with God. When we allow someone to take root in our heart, our relationship with God, here's the thing. This is, I don't want to go off topic. I got to be, I got to be careful. Stick to my nose. But I got this is how you know you're saved. This is how you know you're serving God. Not because you're paying your tithes and you're coming to church. That's good. We need to do those things. But this is how you know you're saved. When God gives you the capacity and the ability to love the unlovable, to love someone who doesn't love you, Can we be real this morning? This is how you know God is working in your life. He's working in your heart. Is, is when you, you say, you know, I, I, I'm going to forgive them for what they've done. I, I, I know they try to hurt me. I know they try to do this to me. But God will give us the freedom to live free when, when we know they try to damage our reputation. But instead, we will pray for them. We won't speak ill of them. We will still drive up in their lane. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I know he lives in me. I know he lives in me. Not because I say I'm a Christian, but because I can love someone when I come around. They act different around me. There's something different. They don't like me. They don't want to talk to me. But I know he lives in me. Amen. 
That's why I'm trying to tell you, no matter what they've done, no matter what they've said, it's not worth you losing your relationship with God over. David was so sorry. David wrote a song about it. David repented for it. David paid for it. But Ahithophel did not care. Ahithophel couldn't see it. And it affected his life. Let it go. Let it go. Point number two, realize that God is the judge. Can I get an amen? God is the judge. Sometimes when people hurt us, we act like we're God. Right? They hurt us and we act like we, we vent. That, but how many of you know you and I don't have a heaven or hell to put somebody in? We're not the judge. It's not our command they violated. It's God's command. But I know you're sitting here this morning and you're saying, but they hurt me, pastor. You don't understand what happened to me when I was 12 years old. How can I forget it? Listen. Romans 12, 19 right here, it says, Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay says the Lord. Amen. Amen. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves. When I hear that word avenge, I think of the avengers. The avengers would have a hard time with this scripture right here because all they want to do is avenge. But God is telling Captain America and the Hulk and Iron Man and Thor, he's telling them right now, hey guys, look, this time, don't avenge it. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. You're making a bigger mess anyways. <laughs> God, says they wrong God says they wronged you. I saw it. They hurt you. I saw it. But you don't understand what it's done to me all these years. I, I saw it. I know. Some of us try to pay people back for what they did to us. And God says, okay, well, if you're going to do the vengeance, if you're going to speak ill of them, if you're going to do all that, I'll just take my hands off of it. If you're going to do the vengeance, I'll just leave it alone. But God says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. But you know what's really crazy? Is when your heart is right with the Lord and you truly have forgiven, which is a process, but you come and you pray and you let it go. And when something does, if when God says he will, you don't ever take joy in that. That's another sign to see God is working in me. He's living in me. Let it go. Let God do what God does, amen? amen. We got to get to a place where we take our hands off the situation. I'm not going to try to ruin your reputation. I'm not going to try to get you fired. I'm not going to speak ill of you. I'm going to forgive you. 
I'm not going to do you like you did to me. Point number three. Now this point, before we go into it, I was thinking I was going to save this one for second service because I believe this is more for the second service people. Uh, first service, I don't think, I think you guys are okay with this one. But, uh, but because I got that big amen, I think I need to do this one now. Uh, realize, point number three, realize that you yourself are not sinless. Amen. So was this for second service or? or okay. You, you and I are not sinless. Amen. How many of you we could be quick to judge? Put me on the front line. We could be quick to judge. But we ourselves have wronged people. There are people that we have hurt. And just like we want somebody to forgive us, we also need to forgive. All right, moving right along. Actually, no, I'm not going to move along. God says, if you don't forgive, he can't forgive you. God says, if you can't forgive for what the wrong they've done to you, God says, I can't forgive others, and I can't forgive you for what you have done to others. Amen. I'm going to close up right here. Point number four. We're going to be praying in a minute. Point number four. Realize Realize that the pain someone caused you actually helped promote you. The pain someone caused you actually is going to help, as long as you keep your heart right with God, is going to help promote you. It's going to help you go further in God. It's going to make you stronger. Who here in this place can sit here who here can testify and say if you had not done to me what you have done to me I would not be where I am today amen if you would not have hurt me I would not be where I am today thanks be to God somebody say thank you somebody say thank you like you mean it somebody say thank you What you did pushed me forward. What you did got me to where I need to be. The devil meant to destroy. The devil meant for wrong and bad. But what the devil meant, God turned around for his good. Amen. Some of you need to go to the enemy and say, remember. Remember when you hurt me. Remember when you put fear in me. Remember when you put doubt in me. You lied about me. You got me fired. You spoke ill about me to everybody. Well, guess what? I'm not trying to please you anymore. I want to please God. Thank you. Thank you. He could turn your bitterness and anger and frustration into a thank you. Your heart has to be right with him. Where now, instead of being angry and upset and dwelling on things, now all of a sudden... You're thanking God. Thank you. Thank you. Remember when you teased me. You didn't want me on the team because I wouldn't go out with girls. I wanted to save myself from marriage. And you made fun of me. You called me gay. Well, God gave me the woman of my dreams. Thank you. Thank you. 
it just pushed me forward. Remember, remember the way you treated me at the last church and I almost lost, almost lost my, almost lost my family, the way you talked about me. Well, God put me in the church where I need to be now. Thank you. Thank you. I almost lost the will of God for my life. I almost lost my mind because the way you treated me, but I got my heart right. And because I got my heart right, I gave it to God and God took care of it. And now God swept me into his will and where I'm supposed to be. Now me and my family are in the will of God. Thank you. Let's all stand this morning. There's someone here this morning. There's, there's someone here. I'm talking to one person. There is someone here. And you say, Pastor, I, I, I am sick and tired of holding on to this. I am done. I want to forgive. I am done. I want to move forward. I want breakthrough in my life. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. No one's looking around. If that's you, you say, Pastor, that's me. You come right here and just meet me right here. Stand with me right here at this altar. You say, Pastor, that's me. I want to I wanna forgive. I want to let go. You come right now. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want honest hearts. God's speaking to people right now. You just come right here to the altar. You're, you're right with God. You're serving the Lord. He's in your life. He's working in you, but there's some things, there's some blind spots. Amen. Honesty. You're here this morning. You say, Pastor, pray for me. Pray with me right now. You come to this altar right now. You come and meet me here at this altar. We're going to break free. We're going we're gonna to let it go. The, 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 the chains are going to be broken this morning. They're gonna, they're gonna, you're going to be free. All he's looking for is honesty this morning. You say, Pastor, they hurt me. They hurt me. And God says, I see. God says, I see. God says, vengeance is mine. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. This morning, we're here to let some things go. We're here to let some things go. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to you, God. Worthy are you, Lord. Praises to your name, Jesus. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, Lord. As you're standing with me here at this altar, I want you right now to think of that person or people who have hurt you, someone who has caused you to to act and react in certain ways and they come to your mind right now and I want you just under your breath right now in Jesus name under your breath say God I give them to you right now right now under your breath between you and God between you and God God I give to you right now God I give him to you God I give her to you right now Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You hear this altar, raise your hands with me right now. Church, I want you to stretch your hands forward and pray for our brothers and sisters here this morning who've been hurt, who have hurt in their life, who've been, who've been, then some things have happened, but with this morning, God is gonna break the chains of bitterness and unforgiveness this morning, amen? He's gonna break the chains this morning. We're gonna walk away free. We're not going to walk away free because we're just getting excited. God is going to break some chains that have had you bound for many years. This morning, we have faith, Lord, that you 
can break the chains, the curse of whatever has happened, Lord. We forgive our father, we forgive our mother, our brothers and sisters. We forgive all those who have hurt us. Raise your hands with me and say, Dear Heavenly Father, forgive me for holding a grudge, for being bitter, for being upset. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your grace that you've had on my life. I give them to you. I let them go. They're in your hands. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Stay right there, and I'm going to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my brother God. I pray this, this morning, God, that you would break the chains that have him bound, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that his, his honesty got his heart, Lord. We thank you, God, for the heart he has to come into this place, to come into your house, Lord. God, I pray that all those, God, who have hurt him, Lord, that he would just let them go. We thank you, God, for freedom this morning. I pray, God, for my sisters this morning. I thank you for Gabby and her heart, God, and for Mama Jane. I thank you for this family, Lord God. You see, God, the hurt, God, the years, God, the locust has taken. Lord, you will restore in Jesus' name, we ask you, Lord. God, I plead the blood of Jesus over Amanda, God. I want to thank you, God, for her leadership and her heart, Lord. God, many years, God, of things that have happened, Lord. God, it could have been last week, Lord. But whatever it is, Jesus, I pray this morning, God, that you would have faith and remain, God, in your will, Lord, and give these people to you. I plead the blood of Jesus also over Sabrina and her children, her family. The enemy is working overtime. He's trying to do everything he can to destroy this beautiful family. But we, in the name of Jesus, are believing, God, that you will protect them on all sides. You are greater. You are stronger. You are the way maker. God, and we pray in Jesus' name that you will break the chains of bitterness right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God, I plead the blood of Jesus over Reuben and Tori. I thank you for this beautiful couple, God. Lord, I sense, God, revival. I sense, God, a, a stirring, Lord, in this family and this life, Lord. I pray your protection and your blessing upon them, God. God, that you would continue work in their life, Lord. God, they've been hurt, God. They are leaders. I don't really know much about them, but they're leaders, God. Many people look to them, Lord, and they've been hurt. They've been damaged. They've been bruised. But Lord, I pray, God, that you will restore also, God, years, Lord, of what the locust has taken. You will restore unto them your will, your salvation, your plan, God. Greater days are ahead. Greater is he who is in us than he is in the world. The blood of Jesus over their family, the blood of Jesus over their lives. We believe you in Jesus' name. We thank you. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Let's sing out that song, church. You may find your seats. Let's sing out that song, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart. Worship Him, O God, and renew. And renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart. Cast me not 
I remember years ago, my wife and I came to the altar, and our pastor prayed for us, and we let it go. If you were here this morning, and you came, don't let the enemy lie to you. It's not the same. You have given them to God. Walk free. Walk in a newness of life. How many know who Joseph is in the Bible? Joseph. You got Joseph. If you're new to church, bear with me. Joseph was a man who, who was hated by his brothers, sold into slavery, lied on by Potiphar's wife, forgotten about by his jailmates. If anyone had a reason to be bitter and upset, it was Joseph. But you have Joseph and Ahithophel, two people. Wrong has been done. But Joseph said, I'm not going to hold on to this. I'm going to continue trusting and serving God. Walk with a loving heart. Don't hold anything in. Amen, church? Amen. Amen. If I could have my brother Reuben, and Reuben, if you could come down, please, Reuben, if you could come down and, and pray, uh, bless us as we dismiss, amen. Who did the Lord speak to today? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you so much, brother. If you could just dismiss us, I would appreciate it. Let's bow our heads, church. Lord Jesus, first I've got to thank you for uh, showing us this church. The family here is one of a kind. Uh, your spirit just flows through everybody that is here, Lord. And I thank you. And I ask that you just put your hands over the congregation. You yes. keep them safe. You keep them looking up because there's no other place to look. You are the only one that we have. You are the only one that we can go to that will give us the answers, good or bad. It's your will, not ours. And just let us remember that. Father, we truly love you. We we truly love the sacrifice and your son that you gave for us so that we can step right back in your path and follow you. Lord, it's in your name and your name only. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Be blessed this Sunday. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Love